Hey, this is Bez Stone. And this is Freya Dietrich. And welcome to the Infinite Relating Podcast. Hello. Hi, all. Welcome back. Can you tell that something's different? <laughs> We're not sure if you can tell or not. No, this is our, our test. <laughs> we got new toys. We got new toys. They're not sex toys. <laughs> not yet. Not this one. <laughs> It's not a three-legged stool. <laughs> no. We got microphones. Yeah. We're hoping that'll help clear up. So it'll be a little bit louder and maybe a little bit less Bonnie snoring yeah. in the background. Yeah. Bonnie's here at the pug, the dog. Some of you have said you can hear snoring, and she's in the cone because she had surgery yesterday. So today especially, she's got it. She's always part of the podcast. She is. Today she has to it's be. It's tradition. Yeah. Oh, Someday we'll take a pic. We should put a t- put a picture of her on the website. Yes. Okay. Fun. We'll do that. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, we're really excited to be back. Yes. And uh, I don't know if excited is the word I would use about today's topic, but ready. We're yeah. ready to talk about jealousy. Yes. Yes. A big topic. A, a very emotional, a very charged topic. I would say. Like, I think when. When people think about polyamory, for sure, mm-hmm. but I think even infinite relating, which, which as we've talked about before, doesn't, it doesn't have to be poly at all. It could be totally monogamous or friendship or family or whatever. Um, I think that jealousy is often a huge, a huge uh, stumbling block in terms of like, if I, if I allow myself to have freedom and I allow my partner to have greater freedom, you know, I, I can't do that even because yeah. I can't cope with jealousy or I'm a jealous person. Or something yeah, like I hear that. that that big fear. It's like a big fear and an obstacle. Like, yeah, I can't even go there because yeah. I'm a jealous person. I'll get jealous. Yeah, totally. And and yes, you and will. yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you will. Anytime totally. you're relating with other people, even with my like besties, with my girlfriends, I get jealous. Yeah, totally. I mean, jealousy is a very real, valid feeling yeah. in all dynamics. Yeah, and we'll be okay. Yeah, and we probably won't die. Yeah. I haven't yeah. died yet from jealousy. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't die of jealousy. Yeah. I, man, I remember being at this workshop, um, like a personal growthy kind of thing. And the, someone invited, a, the teacher invited a woman up to public speak in front of the group, to share in front of the group mm-hmm. at the microphone. Nothing even. I, I love public speaking. So to me, it didn't seem like a big deal. But to her, she was clearly terrified. And he was like, something's going to kill you someday, but it's not going to be this. I promise mm, you. Right? And I really liked that. And it reminds me of that. Yeah. Like jealousy, I think it is like a primal, such a primal response. Yeah. Um, that is very, for me at least, was super scary. It has, has been very scary and vulnerable to work with. And I remember at the beginning of my relationship with Max, I, I feel very proud of how far I've come with jealousy yeah. because I am naturally a very territorial person. I'm a very fiery person. Mm -hmm. I have a lot of emotions and I can be very possessive, like all these things that sort of, you know, bode poorly for handling (laughs) jealousy well. But I think honestly, all that, all those personality traits did for me was make me not confront my jealousy, you know, Mm -hmm. in an authentic way and not dig deeper, which I want to talk about um, at some point. But yeah, I feel really proud. I remember calling you like weeks to a month into my relationship and just having jealous feelings and feeling just absolutely like humiliated about oh, them. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you remember that. I just, do like, remember. I can't be feeling this way. This is the wrong way to feel. Um, if I, it means something is it means something negative about me, like if I'm jealous, I'm doing something wrong. 
I'm not cut out for open relationship. I'm not cut out for infinite relationship. Um, I have to hide it. I can't, nobody wants to hear about it. My partner doesn't want to hear about that. I'm supposed to be above this. Supposed to be above this. I am Polly. That's who I am. I'm supposed to not even feel this. Yeah. Doesn't it isn't in line with my values? <laughs> totally. And yeah. even if someone's not poly, it's like, well, I'm cool. I'm a conscious person. Like I, right? I work. You know, I've worked on myself. I've been to fucking workshops and <laughs> about my feeling feelings. my emotions. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Still, yeah, still hits us. It's still yeah. very, every time. Very real. Very, very real. real. Full bodied. Yeah. Just uncomfortable. Unignorable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah, very much. So. And it's interesting, as you were saying that I was feeling how from from a poly standpoint, when I feel jealous, I'm noticing there's a lot of self-judgment. I am, mm. I'm really hard on myself, just like you are. Like, this mm-hmm. is not okay. And I noticed before when I was in monogamy, um, the judgment was on the other person. You made me jealous. Yeah. You know, but either way, mm. there's this like reaction to like, this is not okay to be feeling this and somebody needs to be wrong. Oh yeah. Right. Okay. It's somebody's fault. It's somebody's fault. Someone's doing something somebody's wrong. Somebody's doing something wrong. Yeah. Whether it's me or, or him or whoever, or the other her. person. Exactly. Of course. It's always the other woman's fault. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's not, it's not, it's not anybody's fault. It's just a natural feeling. Yeah. Arises. And especially I think in our culture where we've, we don't have the same community that we used to. We don't, like there's less of an abundance of connection and love in the way mm. that we're living. And so I think because we're living in the scarcity model of connection and love, it makes more sense that jealousy is just more alive in, in the cultural context. Yeah. And it is, it's very valid to be feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, you know, I do feel like it is, I don't know the bio, the biology, evolutionary biology or science behind this, but I could certainly imagine a reality in which it is a very primal like dna driven response to feel like i have to secure you know my mate my safety you know the potential father or mother of my offspring right you know like it it, it brings up that sort of survival panic of like i don't know why but something really bad is going to happen yes (laughs) that makes sense yeah Yeah. and kind of a territorial like Mm -hmm. i have to protect yeah yeah my family Yeah. yeah and i was thinking I was thinking for, you know, this is such a huge topic and I imagine we'll do many episodes on it throughout the course of our podcast. And I know for me, like I've come so far in my handling of jealousy since beginning to do infinite relating. Yeah. And so I was thinking that's one thing we could do is kind of talk about like, what have you learned so far about jealousy that has been most (laughs) relevant for you? You know? Yeah. I can think of two things that really come up. The first was, I remember when I was more solo poly and jealousy would come up and it was a little bit more gentle then because mm-hmm. I, you know, my primary relationship with this was with myself. And so as jealousy came up, I I had lovers that were really supportive. I was able to share like, I'm feeling jealous and they're like, okay, I want to be here for you. Like, how can I support you? Um, which helped me realize like, okay, this is actually an okay feeling. Yeah. Nobody's wrong. And it was, I was learning like, okay, I'm jealous. That means I feel like I'm missing out on something. Mm. That means maybe I feel like somebody else is getting something from my lover that I'm not getting, whether it's time, um, energy, sex, cuddling, what commitment, any, like, so it was an opportunity for me to kind of, I would just go in and journal and be like, okay, so what am I feeling like I'm not getting? 
And I remember one time I was like, oh, I don't know when I'm going to see him again. He has these plans with his other lover, but I don't know. And so I was able to say like, hey, can we get together on this date? And I want to have sex. Like yeah. I was very, like it allowed me to be very clear yeah. with what I was wanting and needing in the relationship mm. and, and just empowered me to like do something about it. Yes. And so I noticed like one, being able to say the scary thing to my beloved helps tremendously because mm. when I'm sitting alone with jealousy, it feels really big and shameful and scary. And as soon as I say it to the other person, it it mm. has less charge. Yeah. And so that that's really helpful. And then going in and just like being curious about it. Mm. Yeah. Really seeing what it has to tell me. So that has worked really well with like low level jealousy. Yeah. Like <laughs> low stakes jealousy. Yeah. And then what I've noticed, especially more recently, now that I'm in deeper in partnership with Lee and my the feelings are everywhere and there is, um, there yeah there's just I have I feel like the stakes are higher so I know recently I had this jealousy come up and I didn't even know that's what it was I just remember having this full body experience like chest press chest pressure Mm. like shortness of breath like feeling really heavy I could feel like discomfort in my throat and I was like what and then I didn't recognize it as jealousy, I think, because I didn't want it to be jealousy. Right. Because he was connecting with a, another woman in a, in a very, like, low-key, mellow way. It's somebody he'd connected with before. We discussed it. I was like, great. I trust both of you. This feels so great. There's no problem here. And then when he went out with her, I had this huge reaction. And it was I, it was unexpected and not okay. So I just judged it and squashed it. And that mm. made it harder. I was like, no, I'm not jealous. I'm not I couldn't possibly be it because this is everything in, a, in alignment with who I am. And so then when I started to be like, oh, shit, this is jealousy. I was like, what the fuck's wrong with me? Like, I'm an infinite relator. I'm polyamorous. I said, Every, there's like nothing wrong about this. So so the feeling must be wrong. Mm. And so that, it got, it got really <clears throat> uncomfortable. And so again, the thing that helped was to just be able to say I'm having this feeling. And yeah. I don't even think I was ready to call it jealousy or maybe I didn't even know that's what it was. I just knew it was like, there's discomfort. I have gone into red. I am not thinking, is this when you told me like, I'm not even in my right mind. I think that might be. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 And I was like, (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to get through this. I'm hurting and freaking out. And you're like, you're not going to solve this problem right now because you're not even in your right mind. Yeah. Full on, you know? Yeah. Going back to trauma, the original wound, whatever caused this discomfort. And that was like, even going through it too. I was like, once I was able to identify yeah, this is jealousy. And yes, it's okay for me to feel that. And yes, it doesn't have to make sense. And it doesn't have to mean, it doesn't mean he has to change his behavior. It, it just, it just is Yeah, like, this is just my feeling. This is my experience and it's completely valid. And so allowing that to move through me and then being able to share it. And then when I was able to do that, I was able to really see that in this case, especially the, what triggered the triggering event was probably like 5% what was happening between Mm. Lee and I Mm -hmm. and 95% my past history and wounding. Yeah. My, you know, feeling fear of abandonment, my like fear of loss, like all of those things that had happened in previous relationships. And that's what made the sensation so big and made it so scary. Yeah. And feel like I couldn't, like when I get in that phase, I, I just want to run. A, my my response is to run away. Like I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to. I don't want anyone to see me in that space. Yeah. Either. It's like it feels awful, and it's just sa- safer. Like I go right back to I've got me. I'll yeah. take care of me. We're gonna move to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It'll 
never. I I don't even remember this person. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, that <laughs> is so much safer than letting them see me in this really raw hmm. place where, like I said, when I told him everything was okay about it, I don't want to come to him and say, well, no, it isn't. Like, I'm hurting and suffering. But I think acknowledging the and. Like, yes, what you what you did or hanging out with somebody is totally okay. And I still feel that way. And we talked about it. And... I am suffering and I'm hurting and this is happening. Yeah. And how can we hold both of these with compassion? Mm. And I think that was, that's like the biggest thing is me being able to just find some compassion for myself in the process and allow, like there is no feeling, including jealousy that is wrong. There is no feeling that is invalid. Mm. Like these, those are completely valid. The stories we might create around them, might be way off yeah and that's true especially when you were looking at projecting or blaming like i could have lashed out and blamed them and that but but just the feeling itself and so sharing usually with you first because (laughs) you're safer like being able to share with you and tell you how much i'm freaking out and then eventually being able to go to lee and share with him like this is this is coming up and i feel embarrassed and especially I feel embarrassed because I'm like, I'm the infinite relating woman. Like I should be on this and this should be no big deal. But the, all the stories of what I should be feeling versus what I'm really feeling and just being able. And so being able to share that with him and be held in it and be vulnerable yeah. and be seen and just like, this is okay. I can feel this. And, and at the end of like moving through the feelings and being supported and being loved from myself and from you and from Lee mm. in this process then we could even reevaluate, like, do we need to change any of our agreements temporarily or long-term? Like, do we need, or is this just part of like the process? And in this case, it was, there was no agreement that needed to be changed. It was just like, sometimes this is going to come up. We're in deep connection with another person. Yeah. This is going to move through and it doesn't mean anything is wrong or either of us did anything wrong. It's just like, this is this is what happens when we connect. When you care. Yeah, Yeah. Our stuff comes up. All this stuff that I put away and I thought was like, gone, 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 far away in the corner and never have to look at again. Yeah. No, when I open my heart to someone, it's gonna come up. Yeah. So that, like those two things is like really going in with inquiry and seeing if it has anything to tell me and then just being able to like allow it to be and not yeah. judge it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, I totally relate with the with the inquiry. I think that's gosh yeah I mean I feel like I've learned a lot like we were talking about right before we started recording this episode I feel like I yeah jealousy I was like allergic to admitting that I felt jealous (laughs) um and or I didn't understand at that time and I think this is an evolving understanding for me that the remedy to jealousy is not limiting someone's behavior Mm. because I think for me that was a really big go-to you know response that I would have is like I'm feeling jealous for example because Max um is having flirty energy with one of my friends let's say and so I think my what I'm learning or I guess I'll just say like what I did in that situation because that did happen early on in our relationship was all the things that I feel like I'm understanding now you should not do, <laughs> you know, like try to, try to prevent 
like I, I was like, okay, if I'm uncomfortable with this, then let's make a rule. And the rule is that you don't date my friends. Mm. Or if I'm uncomfortable with this, let's make a rule. And the rule is that, hey, hey, friend, if if you feel crushy energy for Max, you have to talk to me first. You know, I'm uncomfortable, so like, let's make a rule. You know, and that yeah. was like my go-to was like, let's control the situation, so I don't feel these horrible feelings <laughs> that make me feel like my head's gonna explode and that I want to like rip someone's face off. Right. You know, so for me, it's like very violent feeling, like it's mm. really, really compelling and and difficult to be with. Um, and so, yeah, I really, I really, through the process of doing that, um, trying those strategies, realized that they all felt horrible. Yeah. They didn't work. Um, lost a friend along the way, which was sad. Yeah. Could potentially be regained, um, which would be nice. But also I do understand that some sometimes it doesn't go that way because of my kind of intensity around, hey, this is, you know, time out, this is happening. I'm feeling jealous and therefore like everything has to stop so that right. we can all manage Bez's jealousy. And as you, you know, and even as you're like, I can feel like as you're trying to get control of the situation by, you know, making like reaching out or making these statements, you actually feel like less in control. Absolutely. It's such, such like scrambling. Energy. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And we've learned like one of the core foundational principles of infinite relating is that controlling each other doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't <laughs> help anybody. It yeah. doesn't help us feel safe. It doesn't take the relationship where we hope it goes. Like no. it just doesn't work at all. And so I've gotten, you know, a lot of support since then and really understand now at this level, you know, of understanding, because I know it'll keep evolving, but just like what you were saying, that digging down into why I'm feeling jealous is is the direction of safety. Like the mm. direction of safety is not outward. It's not changing behaviors unless, unless I'm going red, which we could talk about because that did happen for me too. Yeah. Um, but it's really, it's really not about uh, going outward. It's really like, okay, I'm feeling jealous. This is coming up for me. You know, why? And, and I, I love this concept of like, don't, cause I, I like kind of hardcore, you know, personal like practices. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I've really been challenging myself, like, don't stop. At, right. I don't know why it just feels bad. Right. You know, cause it's easy to say, you know, why does it bother you if I stay out late, you know, an hour after with some of my coworkers? Well, I don't know why it just doesn't feel good. Or, mm-hmm. you know, all these, these things that a partner could do. Um, why does it bother you if, if I'm, if I'm interested in one of your friends? Well, I don't know why that's just wrong. You shouldn't be, you know, right. I don't know why, <laughs> like, I don't, it doesn't matter why it just feels bad. Right. And I'm learning that that it 100% matters why. It, yeah. all, all that matters is why, actually. The action, because everyone has their own actions. Everyone has a thing that bothers them, that when their partner does, it triggers a feeling of jealousy. And for some people, for example, it's, oh, I have a crush on one of your friends. And for another person, it could be, oh, I hope you only have crushes on my friends because I feel safe with my friends. Right. I told you, Freya, earlier that with my ex a previous partner of mine, I got really jealous when he masturbated because I was like, I'm jealous of your hand. I'm jealous of these women you watch on TV porn. You That's know, like, a really common. It was really real I, for me. I yeah. was like, I was pissed. I was like, ah, oh. like I want to be there for like every ejaculation, like every <laughs> orgasm. Like that's mine. Right. You know? And and then for other people, it's like, oh, please go masturbate because like I don't want I can't keep up with your sex driver. You know, it's like it's so it doesn't the action itself is almost irrelevant mm-hmm. and what's much more relevant is why like what is the thing beneath my jealousy that actually 
needs attention and can actually get attention because the jealousy itself is almost like for me at least i'm realizing it's almost like a like a puppet you know that's 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 like it's making a lot of noise on the surface and underneath there's something vulnerable and so what i'm learning for me is that almost universally my jealousy has something to do with the fear of being replaced like almost universally for me yeah and that might be different for everyone and or just some flavor but yeah a lot of it is i'll be replaced by somebody more interesting, more attractive, younger, whatever it is. Feeling all of that image has to yeah. be. Yeah. <laughs> that feels very true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I have something so good here. I love it so mm-hmm. much. And like that. Yeah. It can be taken away because yeah. now there's some new shiny. Exactly. The new shiny object, mm-hmm. whatever it is. And so I've been really like realizing that that is actually something that my partner and I can talk about and that I can actually get support with. Yes. Like support, getting support with jealousy specifically. I don't even, it's so, it's almost too vague. And I I don't know. It's so, it's so specific to each person. Like what, what jealousy means that instead I'm like, okay, jealousy is like, like I said, it's like a puppet. It's like a flag. It's like something pointing to something deeper. Yeah. So it's like, great. I'm jealous. That means, that means there's something vulnerable that needs attention that I can actually talk about that. I can actually get support about. Right. I think for me, it's an, absolutely revolutionary because talking about vulnerable topics has not always been or my inner vulnerability has not always been my forte and to be able to just openly talk to max and i've been practicing doing this just saying like i i'm feeling jealous and i notice i have a fear of being replaced so can you tell me would you tell Mm. me what makes me special would you remind me what makes me special can i have some reassurance about why our connection is so important to you um, even as you're connecting with other people That's and like, beautiful. yeah, it's been like totally, that feels so vulnerable, so vulnerable, so revolutionary yeah. though. Yeah. And what, a, what a gift Yeah, for both of you. Yeah. Because if my partner came to me with that, I'd be like, of course I want of to course. love you and yeah. support you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's even a next step of like the expansive frontier of that for me personally and what's going on in my relationship right now of being able to say, I'd like to remain extremely relevant to you and extremely mm. interesting for you. Mm-hmm. So what can we do? What can I do or what can we do so that I stay, um, you know, like at the top of your list? Like you can totally yeah. ask for that, you know, yeah, just, just even recognizing like, holy shit, like I could just say that, you know, out loud. I could ask like, hey, I, I want to keep it fresh. I want to keep our relationship really spicy, like really yeah. erotic. Like I want to be... I want to be, you know, um, like compelling to you. And, and it's like, whatever, it's almost like you can, whatever sensation you're afraid of being replaced in. You're yes. Like, this is what I want. Exactly. I don't want to be replaced, be replaced in this realm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just been like such newsflash to me that it's like, wow, you can just like name it that straight, you know, like yeah. name it that clearly. Just like, yeah, I'm afraid of being replaced. I'd like to, I'd like to keep our relationship compelling you know mm-hmm. in the face of these other connections or in the face of work and like what's the best way to, what's the best way we can do that yeah you know and actually just like address the fear i was like whoa and i this feels even vulnerable to share because I, I think i've done it in not so great ways in past relationships but when i feel my partner's like vulnerability under their jealousy it actually feels really good to receive because i'm like i'm feeling how much they deeply care about me yeah and so for max to be able to hear that from you 
Yeah. You know, it's, it's reassurance of like, oh, she's, she's got big feelings for me. Yeah. Because, and when we do, and I think I'm, I'm cautious about having that because I think I've seen jealousy um, romanticized, you know, in common mm. culture and like that projection of like, you did something. Totally. And I don't want to, I don't want to glorify that because that doesn't feel, that feels icky. Um, that feels like controlling and yeah. But to, but the feeling underneath the jealousy of like, mm. I have, I have deep love and reverence for you and for us. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I, there is a fear of loss of it. And so, yeah, the feel that part, like when you get to underneath it, mm-hmm. like you said, underneath the jealousy and into that vulnerable space, it can feel really connecting. Yes. Deeply. Yeah. Yeah. Deeply connecting with my partner, deeply connecting with myself. And I think that, you know, I haven't been doing this for very long because it's been six months of infinite relating or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really can imagine that by, by actually addressing the what's underneath of the jealous feelings, like those can be healed and then jealousy yeah. could become less. Absolutely. Whereas like the control plan of previous Bez and, you know, that many of us do is like, yeah, it's like pushing jealousy in the closet and saying, well, I'll, I'll eliminate every situation where I might get jealous Right. But then what ends up happening is like I'm monitoring, I'm managing, I'm I'm checking up to make sure that's not happening. I'm I'm living in paranoid fear that it will yeah. happen. I'm so I'm wondering if they're sneaking around doing the thing that I don't want them to do because they want it and I know that on some <laughs> level, but I'm I don't want to control them, but I am controlling them. Hey, right. so you're amplifying the jealousy yeah. by trying to control right. it. Right. And not addressing it... what is actually caught like the tender, you know, human, very relatable need that's actually under there. Um Right. So I just that that's been like, wow, like really, really impactful for me. Yeah. 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 No, that feels feel, I think that was what I was feeling, too. At this last one it was like, that's a wound that I just haven't looked at because it wasn't safe. Yeah. And if I can actually be with it, especially because I think what I'm noticing is I I wasn't dealing with these wounds alone because I wasn't meant to deal with them alone. Like, mm. I, these are the things that like they they were hurt they were caused in relationship and so they need to be healed in relationship in my nervous system and so yeah to be able to do this with your partner and come to them with this if you go into it go into the crevices of like that just like really raw messy gnarly vulnerable wound the next time it comes up it's probably not going to be as intense totally because you've been loved in a space where you maybe hadn't you know had love and compassion before yeah and that that i'm 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 feeling is yeah as a as a surprise I didn't Aww, totally <laughs> yeah and and for me absolutely like being loved there being received being well received yeah and then also having more of a sense of self mastery in that space because I think for me um lack of self mastery or empowerment however mm-hmm. you want to say that is terrifying you know yes. like if I'm having an experience where I don't feel like I know what to do. Or I don't have, I've never done it before. And then I kind of lose myself there and I lose track of self-management. I'm, you know, and I'm externalizing it constantly to try to get someone to fix it for me, which I think is the class that what I used to do with jealousy. It was like, somebody fix it. Like either him or her has to fix it. I think that's really common. (laughs) Yeah. Project it. You guys did something wrong. You need to stop it and fix it. Yeah. Cause I can't do it. What am I going (laughs) to do about my jealousy? Like this is clearly your problem. Right. And that disempowered state is very scary. You know, that's what I'm getting more and more. The deeper we go with infinite relating, it's like anytime I'm afraid it's because I've lost touch with myself and my mastery in terms of knowing how to be present 
yeah. with myself, how to ask for what I need, how to put attention on myself, um, how to like move with the situation, you know? Yeah. No, I think, and I feel like that's why I feel so scared when I have those feelings and I'm like, I don't know why. Yeah. Cause, yeah, Cause I have no power to even ask for or look, seek solution or anything because I don't even know why. So yeah. yeah and it's that powerlessness of like, yeah. So just reconnecting with it. Yeah, totally. Not, not like grasping and <laughs> reaching out or, you know, moving to Mexico, like, but actually stay with it and can find that, find the empowerment to yeah. move through it. It's really important. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. I know it's such a, um, yeah, it's been very humbling, but in a really beautiful way for me Yeah. to like realize how much I would, would try to make other people responsible for my feelings. And then I think. Like, this really feels like we're moving into a space of this is part. It's really important that we are building trust with ourselves. Like, that is one thing I've noticed, too, with, you know, mm. being solo poly. It's like every time I move through one of these things or even now, it's like every time you go through this, I'm like, oh, I trust myself more. Like, I had myself. I didn't yeah. abandon myself in this one. Yeah. I actually, like, move through it. Even if it was messy and embarrassing or whatever, like I had myself and I learned something and, and also learning to really trust the beloved. And, mm-hmm. and we were talking about this earlier about yeah. how trust is like, that's how we get to that point where we're not having to control everything around us. Cause we yeah. can't, cause that just puts us into an anxiety state and it doesn't work. Right. But to learn to trust, like um, this person actually wants to be in relationship with me too. Yeah. They're committed to the us. They're, they, they want to be here. And, and when they say that, when they show up, when they, I, I t- t- take them at their word. Like, yes, they're right. here because they want to be. They're showing up because they want to be. They're doing the hard work because that that is what they want. And so learning to kind of trust that instead of questioning other people's motives. Or, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like, oh, that's so good. I think that that's, that's such an important piece of this whole puzzle is, um, you know, we we feeling jealous. We we dig down underneath to find why um, and then, and then ask for, you know, reassurance, problem solving, you know, something like that about yeah. the why witnessing support. Yeah. Any, yeah. And then I think that trust kicks in and it kicks in in other places too, but in this topic specifically in that, like, then it's my job to believe them. You know, like yes. if I say, what makes me irreplaceable, babe? Like why, you know, why, why, why do you love me? even if you, and this, and this, we want to talk about more, like has, is, you know, both of us are choosing and resonate with polyamory to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, but this certainly applies to all relationship types. Absolutely. Like you were saying, friends, this happens with friendships and yes. it definitely happens in monogamy. Like I've been in many monogamous relationships where I was extremely jealous of my partner's relationships with coworkers, his masturbation <laughs> habits, <laughs> you know, his, looking at someone else at the grocery store, you know, just like, it's, Absolutely it's not really, you know, it doesn't really matter what style you're in. Um, cause I think it's the mechanism is all the same, but that once I, you know, I get vulnerable, I get down to the root of it. I realize that I'm having a fear of, for example, being replaced, um, or become, we're being irrelevant to my partner being less interesting than something right. else. And then asking for reassurance, you know, what, what makes me interesting to you? Um, then it takes, then is when I have to employ trust that what they're saying is actually, you know, true for me, true for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, because I think so often for me, I've stopped. Oh wait, Bonnie needs to go out. Hold on one second. <laughs> Sorry. Go on. 
hug management. <laughs> um, what, what's, what I see happen for me and what I hear happen for other people is that uh, instead of taking our partners at face value and believing them and trusting them that what right. they're saying they mean and that they're with us because they want to be, that they're not deceiving us. Right. Um, instead, there's a, and there's almost like a cultural approval of this in some way to me is that you need to earn my trust. Mm. And I think that is like absolutely detrimental to all relationships. Yes. And it's certainly a trap that I've fallen into is like, you know, prove it to me, like right. prove it to me. Like, oh, you like me so much, prove it to me. Like you're loyal to me, prove it to me. And there's a constant vigilance then around, you know, I can feel that in my body, like this hawkish, you know, I'm, mm. my eyes are pinched closed and I'm looking <laughs> and I'm like, is he behaving in trustworthy ways? Like, can I trust right. this guy or not? And I think that some of my, um, oh my God. And that's been like a huge, 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 trust has been like a huge, huge, huge difficult topic for me throughout my whole life. Right. I have trust issues, you know, like so many people. And I've really gotten to a space um, through infinite relating of realizing that trust, hanging out, in the zone of having trust issues is not, a, is not a good place to hang out. No, no. <laughs> and I let myself hang out there for a long time and, you know, in a relationship be like, Oh, we'll see. I'm waiting for him to prove himself or right. I like this guy, but I don't really, you know, I'm wary. Right. And it's like, no, like now I really get that either if I have trust issues. I either need to go to therapy to heal my trust issues, get out of a relationship if I don't trust the guy. Right. Or extend or be only be in relationships where I feel where I feel like I can extend trust and extending trust to me is an active, mm. an active process right. where I am choosing to trust my partner. I'm choosing to preemptively trust him and his behavior because I trust myself and that yes. I wouldn't be with someone who was untrustworthy. I wouldn't want to be with someone who was untrustworthy. Right. And if I notice myself questioning their trust, questioning whether they're trustworthy, sorry, or questioning their motives or, you know, going into that hawkish kind of, um, suspicious part of me, then I bring it back to myself and I either say, okay, I'm going to talk about this with my therapist because my trust issues are coming up. And if it's not me, then I know that I'm with someone that I don't trust. And that's a real problem. Like yes. I now take that really seriously that like, if I can't trust a man's, you know, presence, leadership, you know, sexuality, yeah. like how much he'll be, how much he shows the way he shows up for himself, the way he shows up for me, like that's not a safe, if I actually can't trust that, then I, I have no business being with that guy. Yeah, that sounds I that sounds like a really powerful statement of of I trust me. I trust that if something feels right, I, I I'm in it. And if it and if and if it doesn't feel right, if like I don't trust him for some whatever reason, I don't feel like I can trust him. I trust myself that I'm going to get myself out of this situation. Yeah. And I can even feel like it might not even mean that this is an untrustworthy person. It just might mean that the way they're wounding and protective me mechanisms operate do not mesh well with totally. my wounding and protective mechanisms yeah. and it doesn't so like i love it, it's just like it's not even like you're wrong i'm right so this doesn't work it's mm -hmm. just that like for whatever reason this i can extend that trust to you and so this doesn't work for me yeah that's a really yeah powerful way to look at that and so yeah i'm only going to be in relationship with people who i can feel safe in extending that trust to absolutely them. Yep. and then when you can do that to like 
I can just feel like what that does to the nervous system what yeah. it does to our body to be like to let go of that vigilance. Yep. And just be like, oh, I'm in here with this person and it feels so good. Yeah. And when they tell me they want to spend time with me, I believe them. And when they tell me whatever, like I I trust that. Yeah. I'm not always trying to manage them. I'm not trying to trying to get figure out what angle they're coming from. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah, here we are. Absolutely. Really yeah. Cool. And I'm 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 preemptively, you know, giving giving my trust over despite with, without requiring proof because yeah. I think the, the trap with like prove it to me is like well when does that end right. <laughs> right. like exactly. how many days months years decades or lifetimes do you require before you'll be like okay I, I feel confident this person will never hurt me which isn't really probably even possible right um but that I think that that the, the problem is that it doesn't end yeah sure maybe there's like a initial period where you're dating you're getting to know someone you're like oh what are your values are they aligned with mine of right, course do right. that you know that's great you don't have to be like i trust you blanketly i don't right. know you you know i mean of course there's like some <laughs> some exploration of like are we what what's here between us yeah but yeah certainly for anyone that i want to be with and i think like oh my god getting and i think like, when i've talked to people about this they've been like well what if you know, what if, what if you get screwed? And I have a huge part of me, one of my, you know, inner, inner parts is hugely aligned or I'm not getting screwed over. Like this is a big <laughs> thing for me and has been. So to extend trust that isn't earned, like can feel really stupid. It's just yeah. like, what are you doing? Like you're tr like, you're just going to give this person like all your eggs, you know, you're going <laughs> to give them your whole heart. You're going to, yeah. you know, you're just going to hand it over and be like, I, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to trust that you're going to make good choices. Um, and that you're going to consider me in your choices and that you, you do care about me, that you want the best for me, that you're with me because you like me. Right. I'm going to trust that all of those are true. Um, and yeah, like despite the possibility that it could backfire and I could get hurt. Right. It's, I can feel, it's, it's accepting the risk of engagement with other people. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm in relationship with others, I'm going to get hurt. Yeah probably by myself or, you know, like yeah. in, in my own, but it's, so it's going to happen. So I can have vigilance to protect myself against all scenarios, or I can trust that we're all are coming together with like the best intentions to love and care for each other. Yeah. And, and if we get hurt, maybe we'll figure it out together or I'll take care of myself and step away. Right. But it's like, it's like, there's a little bit of like accepting the risk, yeah. knowing that, that, yeah, I might get hurt and that's okay. Cause I've, I've got me. And it, yeah, I'm going to trust your intention that you're not going to intentionally hurt me beyond whatever. Right. Yeah. It's tolerable. Yeah. It was really, I, just, I love like just letting go of that hypervigilance. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh my God. Really I, good. I used to be such a chronic like complainer about my partner. Like it's mm. embarrassing. Like I like made a sport out of just tearing my partner, criticizing and tearing apart the men I was with. And I understand why, you know, I understand, I think from an evolutionary standpoint, because I'm pretty into evolutionary stuff in terms of especially like relationships and gender dynamics and all these things. Um, I get that as a woman in particular, like my DNA is sort of designed to have me want to get the best mate, you know, mm. like the best, the most protective, you know, because I was heterosexual, so I'm after guys, like most protective male you know, who will protect my offspring, give me good genes. You know, I, I really, I relate a lot with like animal stuff. So I can, I can really feel that. And I get that the criticism is kind of like a test, like a prodding and a testing of like, are you really worthy? Are you really worthy? Like, do you really have me? Like, is he really worth it? Like, 
what's he going to do now? Like, is he going to put up with this? Is he going to push right. back at me? Is he going to leave? You know? And I feel like our, our culture really supports Really this. supports this. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Complaining about your husband is like a top conversation <laughs> topic for like most female circles, right. you know? Right. And probably for all, you know, for many genders, this is yeah. similar. But um, I remember at one point, you know, a long time ago when I was with, you know, sort of at the apex of my complaining about my partner cycle, which was maybe eight years ago, 10 years ago or something. I was just like, it, it finally dawned on me that I was like, Bess, if I think this guy is like such a useless asshole <laughs> who's like completely incompetent and, you know, can't hold his own, like, what the fuck are you doing with him? Like, right. I'm the one who's with him. Like, what am I doing? Right. Like, what actually am I, like, why am I with this guy? Yes. Like, if I really think he's that incompetent, that incapable, that blind, you know, mm. that emotionally unintelligent, he's that disloyal, he's that stupid, wow. you know, if I really think that he's like that, like, who's the idiot now? <laughs> like, it's me, because I'm the one who's with this idiot, right. you know, it's like, instead of calling him an idiot, it's like, well, I'm the fucking idiot. There's that sovereignty piece. Yeah. Like, oh. Right. I was like, okay, and if I want to be with him I just called myself out on it I was like then all that has got to go like I either need to say it's like taking a stand it's like yes I'm going to choose to trust this person extend goodwill assume positive intent that they have positive intent towards me that they're not trying to screw me over or ruin my life or right. whatever or I'm not and like and if I can't like we said before if I can't if I can't make that wholehearted move with someone then then they're then then that means yeah that I, I shouldn't be with them you know right. is, is where i'm at now um and i think that this relates to jealousy for me because so we talked about like okay i'm having this massive jealousy response and you know i'm going to dig deeper down into like what's the vulnerability and get reassurance right. for it and i think that's really appropriate a lot of the time and then sometimes i think for me at least there's like a lighter version of like the hawkishness i think of it is like the mm -hmm. the suspicion you know right and i think it's not a full-blown jealousy feeling yet. It's more just a suspicious feeling. And what I found for me has been the best for that, which we've talked about, but we haven't talked about on the podcast yet, is, is an agreement I made with myself that I'm going to operate as if anything Max, my partner, does, it will benefit me even if I can't tell yet. Anything he wants, yes. anything he truly wants, so not anything he does, but anything that feels alive for him, that he feels drawn to, that he feels compelled by, will benefit me somehow even if i can't tell how yeah and that has like absolutely changed my life and my relationship because it's it's a way that i can get away from like how many how can i account with a rule for every single situation that could ever possibly come up right. to make sure it goes to my advantage or that i don't get screwed or that he doesn't leave or that he doesn't break you know break an agreement or right. you know it's just like all this management yeah this and is such a powerful statement it's because powerful it's like statement. it's like your belief in in your partner and your belief in yourself. Like I I am with this person because they bring they they bring enrichment to my life. Yeah, and I trust that they're going to continue to do so with the choices that they make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That feels really yeah. And that way that the, that that those choices could benefit us. Like if I, if I, if I take the stand, it's totally voluntary. You know, it's something I do. It's not right. something he's earned. It's not something he asked me for. Mm. It's just like literally something that I do because I think it's the only way to live with sanity for me in a relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Cause otherwise I'll try to control things and manage them. And I hate doing that. So if I make that choice, I don't get to know how, what he's, how his desire will benefit me. 
-hmm. I don't get to know how him having a crush on someone benefit me, how him, you know, wanting to focus for a whole week on a personal project and not having much time for me, you know, whatever his true aliveness is, you know, wanting to move to India for two months, you know, I don't know, it could be anything. Right. Um, like what, like I don't get to know how, but if I just orient myself around, like that must benefit me, you know, it has to, because we're in this infinite relationship. We're super attuned to you, me and us. Um, yeah. Us has not aban- cannot abandon me. There's no way for us to abandon me because I'm an integral part of it. Right. So wherever wherever one of us is headed, it must benefit the other, even if that benefit is um, is like I will exit the relationship in a in a t- more timely way than if right. if you hadn't done X Y Z. You know, right. even if people do horrible finger quote horrible things like <laughs> I had an affair or I you know, lied in this huge way, you know, I did something to follow my, to follow my need. Um, it's like, great. Now we know that we're incompatible and we right. know sooner than we did before. Ooh. And that is absolute benefit to me. It is. So, yeah. you know, I, yeah. I love how to this shifts the energy of, of this vigilance of like, what is he doing? And how does that, mm-hmm. and, and how is that dangerous for me? And it invites you back into the, the place that I love to be in relationships anyways, is curiosity. Yes. You know, so if they're like doing something and you don't understand their choice, instead of being critical of it, you get to be like, wow, why, why? Like, can you tell me about your process? I want to know why yes. does this alive in you? Why does this excite you? What do you, like, that's so much, like, that's the falling in love part of oh, being in relationship. That's so beautiful. <laughs> that's, that's my goal. That's a best goal. Yeah, <laughs> to continue to fall I, in love. I, well, I just over. skip over that. I'm so quickly like. My, my reactivity hits in and I, it's really hard for me to catch the curiosity before I just leap to like, what the fuck, you know, <laughs> to instead be like, huh. But this is what you're you doing. Yeah, yeah, you really are. Like by doing that, it's it's creating that spaciousness for yeah. it. And I'm like, I'm, yeah, I I love and trust and I'm in awe of this person. And, and because they do things differently than me, they experience life differently, differently than me in a way that enriches my life. Yeah. And now I get to be like, wow, why, why? Because I wouldn't right. have done that thing. Right. I wouldn't choose this. Right. And I know I want to know. Like, yeah. How, like yeah. what's it giving you? Like, what are you? Yeah. Tell me more. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That feels really. And I think exciting. it's also so powerful to be the recipient of that too, because I, I recently, actually this morning, I think, cause I had a, we talked about wanting to talk about this a bit so I was kind of mulling it over and I was like oh that applies to me too like that also applies to me it's not just that anything I'm going to I'm going to live as if anything my partner you know truly wants like that his aliveness is Mm. compelling him to follow is going to benefit me also even if I don't know how right that's also true for me anything that I want and that's truly compelling me will benefit him yeah even if I don't know how yet oh my gosh this mm-hmm. makes me want to like have a whole new podcast about just a desire. Because <laughs> I think this is really important. Yeah. We've discussed this before. Yeah. Like, trusting our desire. Totally. Yeah. Super juicy. Yeah. Yep. Right. Trusting that desire orients us towards sort of deeper growth, deeper pleasure, deeper meaning, yeah. greater purpose. It is the life satisfaction. force. Like, yeah. Like, it's mm-hmm. like this thing that moves us that we don't really control. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And being honored for that. So... So I, I don't know how to talk about this in a way that doesn't sound like super woo-woo, but I feel like it's an experience that, that people have um, where, or that I certainly have and that I observe, where when someone extends trust towards us voluntarily, mm-hmm. people tend to act more trustworthy. That's yeah. just how, what we do. You know, it's right. like, well, this person's put their faith in me. They've, you know, they've, they're letting me choose 
you know, something for them that's meaningful. Um, yes. They're, they're trusting me with their heart. Like that's, like if, if we're with again, if we're with someone trustworthy that we can extend our trust to, right. Um, that we feel relaxed around that we feel comfortable doing that. That is how they will react. You know, they, they are with us because they want to be with us. They are going to, they are going to act in our best interest. And that's something that we can just, you know, um, relax into. Yeah. And one of the things I love that Max does, he calls me his queen, as you know, mm -hmm. which is very sweet. Um, and it took me a while. It took me months to call him my, the king because I was like, <laughs> uh, I think maybe I said in the podcast to call it the K word. And I was like, I'm not ready to use the K word. But from the very early on, he was like, you're my queen. You're yeah. totally the queen. And he says to me often, you're the queen because you make really good choices. Ooh. Like, that's why you're the queen. It's not because you're the best. It's not because, you know, you're, you know, superior or necessarily like outrank anyone or right, something that right. would be more in a hierarchical, um, you know, like superiority kind of thing. Right. But he was like, yeah, you make really good choices. So that give you deserve to have power, you know, wow. and something about that, like very sobering. It's just like, wow, like. Yeah, if I if he he thinks I make good choices, that is extending a huge amount of trust and faith in mm. me, and it makes me want to do right by him. How, you know what I mean? Oh my god, it feels yeah. As you're saying this, I'm like, it feels so good to be trusted. Yeah, it really. And when when you're given that gift, like you just you want to honor it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are in a world where people are always kind of looking at you sideways and wanting to know your angle. And so mm -hmm. when you feel somebody like really drop that and like really. Yeah. really drop into a place of trust you're like yeah. oh this is a special gift yeah. i want to yeah yeah i want to prove them right you can trust me yeah absolutely and so i think that's that's to bring it back to jealousy um i think that for me what i'm learning is there's a gradation of um okay this is a sensational experience that my partner is about to do like go on a date with someone else even go away for the weekend with family you know it doesn't right. even have to be anything sexual Again, doesn't matter if you're poly or monogamous. At least it doesn't matter for me because I get jealous either way. Um, something's going to happen where I have feelings. You know, where I'm right. feeling nervous about it. I'm feeling like, ooh, I, I feel some jealousy. They're spending time with someone again, even if it's a friend. Like something, something's going to happen. And there's a gradation between, um, okay, this is a, oh, how do I say this Cause succinctly? I guess it's a spectrum where the the solution or the the move the move to make can be anything from you know on the lightest end like okay this is an edgy this is an edgy thing but I trust my partner to make good choices right and that's it right and there's no you know I'm not going to go any deeper there isn't it's not like jealousy gripping me it's more of this kind of light paranoia or light fear or light oh I feel a little tense about this but right. I'm going to relax. I'm going to talk to a girlfriend. I'm going to get support from someone else. I'm going to focus on myself and I'm going to just breathe in the reality that I'm with a person who loves me. I'm with a person who, who because I trust them, I'm with them. And if, if right. I'm with them, they must be trustworthy because I wouldn't yes. choose them if they weren't. And so I'm just going to trust them, you know, and that's the end. And then anywhere along that gradation to a tipping point at which for me, the jealousy becomes more gripping. Mm -hmm. And then we go into, or then I go into like, okay, now I'm actually jealous, you know, something needs to happen here because if it doesn't, I'll just be white knuckling it and sort of spiritual bypassing, like everything's fine Right. when really I'm like burning and terrified yes. and, you know, going to cause You're drama. Moving out of the country. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then after that tipping point, then it's like, okay, how can I, you know, I'm going to dig down deeper. Like we talked about at the beginning, I'm going to 
you know, find the vulnerable, tender thing inside. And I'm going to ask for reassurance around that thing. Yes. Not around the jealousy even, but around what's underneath the jealousy. And that, and that has that gradation. And then we didn't get to talk about it. And I don't think we're going to have time to go really into it this, this episode. But, and then after that point, there's red. And that is a, that is something that I think is worth at least mentioning for a few minutes about that. You know, there, there is an experience that people have of, that I've had of, you know, trauma triggers getting too activated, um, you know, panic levels being too high, yeah. uncertainty being too, too great to the point where it's like, I cannot function. Something doesn't feel safe. Yeah. We're outside of safety. Yeah. And I'm like dissociated. Yeah. I'm, I'm panicking at a, to an unreasonable, you know, unmanageable level. Um, for me, when I go red, I often feel, yeah, I feel like, yeah, detach, like a little bit like floaty, like I'm in, like I'm not really here. Yeah. Um, I can't think clearly. And I often have self-harm, like ideation for some reason. Like that's one of my red signs. So if I go into that place where like, ah, I just want to like, you know, jump off a building, even though it's not like a suicide thing for me. And I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe we should like, <laughs> I don't know if we're up to like trigger warning on that or whatever, but it's not that for me. Um, it's more just this feeling of like, make it stop. Like this has right. to stop. You know, this, this is like so bad that it has to stop. Then I think for me, jealousy is one of the things that can actually send me into red. If yes. I don't, if it doesn't feel, if I don't feel like there's enough resources or enough time or spaciousness to explore and make sure that my needs are getting met. Or if I didn't even catch that feeling before. I mean, that I've had totally. I'm like, oh, I didn't even know it was there. And then now we're already in red. Yeah. 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 So that, that is the gradation to me. It's like, okay, the move is to just, you know, on the, all, all the way into the spectrum, like extend trust, trust that my partner has my best interest in mind. Right. In the middle of the spectrum, it's like, all right, let's dig deeper and Curiosity. get some reassurance. And then yeah. on the other end of the spectrum, it's like time out, actually, like I'm, yeah, I'm going ballistic. This is and where like, everything needs to stop. Everything needs actually. to stop and we need to, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because that is, yeah, you, there's no growth and exploration in the red. Yeah. There's just like terror <laughs> terror and just panic like, destruction yeah, and, yeah. And, and needing to just like t- be find safety right emotional safety physical safety right yeah and then get to a safe point and then you can move back on the spectrum back to curiosity totally. here. but yeah at that point yeah. yeah trauma responses are real really real and yeah and jealousy and is probably one of the biggest triggers yeah totally <sighs> That's not a very happy. <laughs> that's, a really, that's a really intense. I know, an intense way to end. But I think it just it's it's it acknowledges it's all there. Yeah, we all are going to have these feelings, no matter what kind of relationships you're in. You are completely valid to have these feelings. Yeah, and there are different tools for managing them. And yeah, and it can it can become a really empowering experience, especially once you get out of the red zone. It'd be really empowering to like move through these, yeah. Instead of the old ways of like pushing it away or blaming your partner, yeah, or blaming the other person who, yeah, who doesn't even know that what they're walking into. Totally, yeah. yeah and I think that self awareness, like one of my um, core teachers, her, her name's Diana Chapman, and she does a is with a group called Conscious Leadership Group, and they talk a lot about locating yourself, and she has a certain method of doing that, which you could research more if you wanted to, called being above or below the line, but really you know, above the line is sort of like, I'm feeling masterful. I'm feeling capable. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm feeling self-aware. I've got my tools. I can be curious. I'm a good listener. Like I'm here, you know, right. I'm actually here and I'm not just like bogged down by like, you know, my own 
shit (laughs) and my own stories and I'm stuck and I'm righteous and I'm defensive. And like, I, Mm. you know, I know my position. I'm not open to curiosity, which is all below the line. Right. And she was like, the goal actually isn't to get above the line. The goal is to know where you are. Like, that's it. So it's not to get above is not better than below. It's just different. If I know I'm below the line, there's only so many, so much that I'm going to be able to do. Um, If I know I'm above the line, then I have different resources available to me. But if I'm below the line and I'm acting like I'm above the line or I'm acting like I should be above the line, brings it back to what you were talking about at the beginning. That's when we're like stuffing the jealousy away, yeah. wishing it didn't exist, white knuckling it, it through it. Really, really mean internal dialogue. Totally. But it. then on the outside being like, everything's fine. Yeah. 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 So no, I guess that's the, that. yeah. yeah, that's the thing with the red too, is like, you know, is this a light, is this light jealousy that I could just trust my way through? Do I need to do some deeper digging? Am I actually in the red? And like, I need to call, I need to call a timeout. Cause yeah. like, I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna be able to function through this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And honoring wherever you are is exactly where you're meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that felt good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rich topic. Hey, if you listen to us on Spotify, I just learned that we have a little comment section. Ooh, yes. Yeah. So you can leave us comments there. Or questions. Yeah. We would so love to hear, to hear us. Them. Yeah. Talk about and that. And we are working towards, um, well, maybe we'll, we'll know more and we can tell you guys more in a concrete way, but just so you know, and get excited because we're excited. We're talking about doing some of these episodes live, like maybe on Facebook so that in the comments, you can ask us questions or chime into the conversation in real time, which I think would be super fun. Yes. Yeah. It'd be really good. Get everybody's input because we're all going through it. I mean, that's, this is how we're learning. We're all doing it together. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Until next time. Thanks for listening to the show. Hang out with us more at infinite relating dot love and stay infinite.